Hey everybody, uh, this is Ricky with Beers with Aging Nerds, and I just uh, wanted to do another little supplemental video. Um, it wasn't in my original plan to do it, and I'm still well. I don't know. I got some. I got some updates. I got some thoughts. Uh, mostly, this is a topic talking about New Belgium and the buyout. Um, as you can imagine, this wasn't my original plan or my strategy going forward this week was to talk about uh, a brewery, brewery while not closing, changing quite a bit. Um, but let's do some house cleaning stuff first. Uh, first and foremost, I have a Twitter. It's uh, Aging Nerds. I have an Instagram. It's Aging Nerds underscore beer. I'm working on a blogger, and I'll show you. Actually, I can do that real quick. Let's just run, let's just run through it all real quick. Um, this is my anchor page. I have we have all the videos in our audio podcast from before, and I've uploaded the new one. Um, Twitter page. It's not much yet. I only have like three tweets. I'm starting to work that work on how to use it in conjunction with Instagram, but that's where we're at right now. Here's the blogger. It's there's nothing yet, but I plan on. I think my idea here is this is going to be kind of a landing page for everything. So when you put my post the web page on um, uh, Instagram and Twitter, it'll point back here instead of just like whatever. And I'm gonna post like you'll see my Instagram feed on one side, uh, Twitter feed will be under that. You can see it right there. I'm gonna constantly every time I upload a video, I'll post it here. I'll post it on Twitter. I'll post it on Instagram but everything's gonna point back to this page. It's not gonna be much. It may become a .com one day, but I'm just kind of starting out cheap, as, and not cheap, but wise. I don't wanna spend money on stuff that I don't know if I'm gonna follow through with or how that, what that really looks like. Um, Instagram, uh, and I think that's all my, like all my social media stuff. I gotta show this picture. This is one of my absolute favorite pictures. This is, I have, you can see the globes here. These are two Ikea globes that I got. Plus I had the uh, lights I have on me right now on there. And I absolutely love this picture. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna, my goal is once again, Monday I'm gonna record. My hope is by Tuesday I can start getting the video edited and posted. I'm not very quick or very good at that. I'm trying to get better, but right now it's it's taking a little bit. Even trying to get the like it's the encoding process and then uploading and the everything just takes so much longer than like just doing the audio podcast. But and I have all these cool lights and stuff, so why not do a video podcast as well? Um, okay, so that's like basic house cleaning. Outside of that, um, I, that. That's where we're going. That's where we're at. That's where we're going. Let's talk about New Belgium. I wanted, I was going to do this yesterday, and then I thought I want to make sure I have a New Belgium beer before I talk about New Belgium. And so I got one. Um, it's Voodoo Ranger. This is an absolute monster of a beer. It has great flavor, and I, I've had it before, so I'm excited to crack that bad boy open and do it. Enjoy it on the podcast or whatever this is, vlogcast or blog or whatever you call it. Um, so New Belgium has sold, well, as I read it a day ago, I guess two days ago, no, I guess that was mostly yesterday, New Belgium was in the process of selling, they needed to clear, cheers to whoever's there, um, they needed to clear or get the votes from the people, 
um, it, my understanding is that they were a 100% own, uh, uh, employee-owned company, which is really cool and very rare. And they sold to a company called Kieran. I was going to look up Kieran and stuff like that, but I don't really know much about them, and I'm not that interested in learning too much about them. But my understanding is their main goal is to have distribute overseas. That's where they do most of their distributing. Not important. I wanted to talk more about my history with uh, New Belgium and maybe a little bit about my history with me as just a beer drinker um, and talk about just New Belgium in general. I New Belgium has been a brewery that's been a staple for me for a long time. So it's it's a little unfortunate is kind of the best word I think of when you hear a company that's 100% employee owned get bought out by a bigger company like Lagunitas or Elysian, not even Elysian, I've never liked Elysian, you wonder if they're still going to be making the same great beer that they did before. I mean, there's, I think, I think Krillin or Killen is smaller of the big organizations. And I, I think because of that, there's probably a little more hope that they will they will do right by the employees and by the company, but I mean, you never, you never know. Um, and the future of New Belgium, I think, th- I think they'll continue being a staple. But a lot of the stuff, like I, I read about it and I read about it on Instagram, and it, like a lot of the comments kind of echo um, my sentiment, I suppose, in the fact that it's like it sucks, but. I will probably drink as much New Belgium as I have been drinking. And unfortunately, it's not much. And I think that's that's kind of the estimation of the, some of the challenges of being not a local brewery anymore. Being a, I would say small brewery isn't the, quite the right word. Or not being, not being a microbrewery, but being, being bigger than a microbrewery, I think, comes with challenges. And I think this is one of them, is that you, you kind of... You get big, you do what's natural, which is grow your company, and then you take on debt, and then in the beer world, you you shift, and you're now no longer the top dog. You're not, and it's a little tougher because you're distributing, and there's all of those weird worlds. the The, the world of distribution is so odd. Um, there was a movie. Oh, I should have looked it up before. I didn't think I was going to even talk about it. There's a movie that came out years ago. I don't think it was called Beer Wars. But I worked at the movie theater, so it was a long time ago. It was interesting to see like how distribution works. And like you'll go into Safeway or like a normal grocery store. Like don't look at don't think about bottle shops, don't think about like places where you get specialty beers. Think about like a Fred Meyer, Safeway, a Krogan, um, Albertson, I don't know, whatever your local uh, grocery store is. You go in there and you look and like they, they diagram out how many, like they, they look, you look at like the main cases of like Coors and um, Bud Light and uh, Miller, whatever. And you're like, oh, those are all the, the, the non- uh, friendly small beers, but then they kind of highlight around and you realize that all these other beers are owned by these big companies as well. And they're always just trying to fight to get more and more sh- space on these store shelves. 
and it's it's crazy to um, to realize that that place is constantly being overtaken by these big corporations. I mean, hell, I think I mentioned in the last podcast or la- my first episode back that they uh, that AB and Bev or whatever AB and B uh, bought out a big chunk of Portland Brewing again, and I was talking to a relatively I would say if I'm a beer nerd, he's a beer master. Um, he was saying that he probably suspects that they're going to use those places just to brew more Elysian beer or some, one of their other companies instead of, I think Widmere was part of that. And Widmere, I guess, I mean, I could almost lo- uh, lump them in with this uh, episode. They were another staple for me uh, growing into the beer nerd I am today. So I don't want this to be somber but it's a little tough to look at it and not go oh what a bummer we're gonna lose a great brewery but at the same time I wasn't drinking them there's back in well I'll cover that so uh, first let's talk about I haven't drunk a lot of beer so I'll just talk about this new Belgium this thing is it's a solid beer it's I it's their voodoo ranger run they've had a bunch of different like sub sections this one is just their normal Voodoo Rager IPA. Um, they have a bunch of other ones. There's a couple, I think it's called the Juicifer. That's like 10%. That thing's a monster. It's delicious also. It's very, very hoppy. This one, yeah. I mean, it's a great beer. It's 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 a good daily drinker. I wouldn't, um, I would take something like that to a party. I wouldn't necessarily, if I was going to a bottle shower, I wouldn't crack that open. I would, there's other IPAs that are better local, that are stronger. But, I mean, it's a, it's a solid, strong beer, which is why I've drunk them for a long time. So when I started drinking beer, I think I've gone through the entire story of what I did. But just for a quick recap, growing up, grew up as a Christian kid, didn't drink because my youth pastor didn't drink. And I thought that's what you were supposed to do. I got to a certain point of drinking age, probably 21, 22. My, I know my dad took me to uh, Vegas. I think I had a drink there. And then I got down to school down in Portland and full disclosure, Christian school down in Portland. And while there, I learned how to swear, drink, and not go to church as much. Uh, one of the things I did, but when, when I started drinking, I started with whiskey because I thought whiskey was cool. And I, it's it's true. Whiskey is cool. If you if you drink beer, beer is cool too. But you know what's even cooler is whiskey. But um, I started drinking whiskey. Like I said, I, th- I honestly thought it was cool. And then I moved into, um, I tried beer a couple times. I never had a taste for it. And part of that goes back to, and I don't want this to sound negative because it was a pivotal part in my life growing up and probably kept me from getting in trouble. My dad, when I was younger, probably seven to 10, let me sip some of his beer once just to see what it, what it tasted like. And I hated it. And it was just probably like a Coors Light. There's a chance it was like a Newcastle, but more like not. It was like a Coors Light or a Miller Light or something like that. And I tried it, and I absolutely hated it. And that probably, honestly, kept me on the straight and narrow all the way through high school. So when I tried beer, I didn't really like it. But I knew I wanted to like it, if that makes sense. I, it kind of falls in the same world as black coffee for me. I used to drink coffee with uh, just with creamer in it. And not just creamer, fucking that vanilla, French vanilla creamer from Coffee Mate or whatever. And one day when I started trying to lose weight, I decided I was going to stop drinking it with creamer and it was tough at first 
but now I only drink black coffee. And if I have, if someone gives me a coffee with cream in it or sugar, I'm like, Ugh, hard pass. And if it's a bad coffee, then you can't cover up with cream or sugar. It's a non-drink. I'll dump it out in a heartbeat. Um, I've had that happen a couple times. And so that's what happened with beer is I would try beer. I didn't like it. And one day, all my friends drink beer. So I was like, I want to drink beer. Because it was cool. It's not important why. Let's call it peer pressure for for time's sake. But one day I had an apricot beer of some sort. I almost wonder if I could figure out what it was. I know it was a Portland beer. Excuse the clicking. Apricot ale. Portland. It may have been a pyramid. You know, I said I said Portland, but now that I'm seeing that, I would almost put money on the fact that it was a pyramid apricot ale. But I, I don't know for sure. That's kind of my guess now and I can't say I can't say positively for sure it, that's that's what it was but there's a chance it was a uh, apricot hero L by pyramid I started drinking it I was like I don't hate this and they got to the point where I was like I don't want to finish this but I was like if I don't finish this beer I'm never gonna be a beer drinker and so I ended up finishing the beer and then had many more beers than that. It started with like High Life and uh, PBR and whatever, cheap stuff, because we were all poor college students. And that would be the party that, where I was like, I'm gonna drink a lot of beer, but I don't wanna spend a lot of money. I'd grab a 24 pack of whatever, and everyone bring a 24 pack, and you're paying like six bucks for it at Winco back then with limited tax, and you just jam through 12 of those and barely be buzzed. Ugh. But, there were also other parties you went to and you'd grab, you're like, oh, this is a more sophisticated party. Not sophisticated, that's not the right word, but this, is a, this isn't this um, is Coors Light. This is more, this is called hipster. This is a more hipster party. So you bring something local and it was like, it was a six pack of Sierra Nevada or a 12 pack of um, uh, Windmere uh, Hefeweizen. Uh, well, I can't remember what the Hefeweizen is called. Something wheat ale, whatever they call it. And then it started becoming a six pack of uh, fat tire, which it was it was synonymous. Or it's like new, it was New Belgium's flagship beer. Uh, yeah, it, it was. And then it was the Folly Pack, which gave you a little bit of everything. And it was it was always it was always fat tire. And I don't know. There was this. I would say up till maybe like even now. If it wasn't because of Silver City and other semi-local breweries, when there were, like, Silver City, uh, Tropic Haze is, like, just my staple beer I, go, I take to a party. And if it's not that one, it's Iron Horse, um, Irish Death, or it's Bell Breaker something. It's, I mean, there's just so many good local breweries that I, I, and I like cans a lot more than I like bottles, so I never really think about grabbing... A 12 pack of fat tire which maybe is the problem maybe i'm the problem is part of the reason why they don't exist anymore but yeah i i i move i will i'm gonna pull up my instagram in a second i dug through my old pictures because i want to look at some of the the history i had with it as i pull these up first and foremost let me warn you that i did use a lot of filters before and now I don't use any filters and I think that was the right move so forgive the terrible filter choices I made but um in my beer nerd journey a lot of the stuff I drank was 
uh, stuff like this. This is, oh, I wish I could make that bigger. This right here is Lips of Faith. That's one of the, that's part of their uh, other series where they'd usually collaborate with another brewery and do these like specialty beers. I can't even tell you what, I don't even know where Lips of Faith came from. But as soon as I tried, that was probably my entryway into more expensive beer. Um, these would usually run in like the $10 range and up. And versus like, I think this one, like the Black Bear one, was, is used to be like 6 or $7. So like you'd get like, I'd get a lot of the 22 ounce beers. I'm paying like 6 or $7. And I was like, oh, that's expensive. But like Lips of Faith and Dogfish Head Ale, they were like in that $10 range. I don't even remember. This one looks like a peach flavored one. I don't remember. I can't even see who it's who they're teamed up with. There's a this is a terrible picture. But then let's go through some of the other ones. Here's another Lips of Faith. Oh, terrible, terrible picture. But it's a it's a quad, a Cascara quad. I vaguely remember this one. I think I really enjoyed that one. We have this one. This is Red Rock and New Belgium uh, team up to do a Paradebloem. Well, as far as I could tell now, because I looked up, I did kind of go through uh, Fat Tire's history, and I saw that their Lips of Faith seemed to be like very specific, like sour-aged beers now, which back then I definitely didn't like sour beers, if you knew anything about me. Another Lips of... Oh, no, this one isn't a Lips of Faith. This is just one of their new Belgium. It's called Hop Kitchen. I remember this one. I don't, I don't remember the taste at all, but this was probably, this may have been early into my IPA game. I don't know for sure. I can't say for sure, but this was probably pretty early into my IPA game. And then a Voodoo Ranger, this is not the, that's the, this is the Juicy Haze. I think this one's 10%. This is when we were redoing our floors. And then not too long ago, actually, I had the Juice for IPA because I saw it. This one's only 7.7%, but I saw it. And I heard about it because they sponsor a lot of uh, Rooster Teeth stuff. and Or uh, not even Rooster Teeth, the Achievement Hunter stuff. And I was I was excited to try it when I saw it. Um, so that's what that is. Uh, I pulled up a bunch of history about Fat Tire, but I don't really think I'm going to go about it. It's interesting like just to read the history. I mean, they've been, they really were, I would say, one of those staple companies that really grew like the craft brew industry. I mean, when I think about these staples, I think of them, I would put Deschutes up there, but I honestly don't know when they they started. I feel like these are the ones I kind of stick in my head, Woodmere, Deschutes, but these are the ones I drink. These are the ones that were over on my in my side of the world. We have Woodmere, Deschutes, Fat Tire, not Fat Tire, uh, New Belgium. Although I did want, that was a little factoid that I thought was interesting, is that they redid the logo to represent closer to a, a actual bike because everyone knew them as Fat Tire. But um, New Belgium, Sierra Nevada, I, I, I want to say Stone, and I don't know if that's accurate. But then you have like Red Hook. I mean, like everyone, I, like there's a lot of these breweries that I think think you look at them now and people are like oh they're not good beer but they they are good beer they just got they got big and that doesn't even seem quite right which is why i don't i think i think anyone who begrudges anyone who begrudges new belgium for taking this deal i think is kind of crazy my understanding is part of the reason they took the deal is because they had to, they made it expansion, 
and they end up going getting a lot of debt. And even if they're beer, beer like think about like Netflix. Netflix is at this point, <coughs> excuse me, where they were the king of stream and they paid a lot of money to get where they're at. They saw the writing on the wall and they're like, we got to do all this, uh, make our own content. And that was a great idea. But the problem is like their, their goal is they have to keep making more customers, but they're not going to keep getting more customers. They hit, they hit the cap. They've hit the point where no one else is going to keep buying. I think that's kind of what happens with like a fat tire or like another big company. Um, some people compared this bio to like uh, Sierra Nevada and everyone's like, Ooh, I don't hope well, Sierra Nevada somehow figured out how not to, this to happen to them. But then people brought up that they had a couple years of, I think they said a uh, single digit losses. And that's huge for a brewery to like, be like, Oh, we're on top of the world. Let's expand. And then all of a sudden you start, as you see a decline in your numbers, you're like, what do we do? And I, I think, I think that's what happens to a lot of these breweries is that they get huge. They start distributing bigger and you like, they become synonymous with craft beer. And then because of that, they become, I don't want to say safe or normal, but they're not new. And I, I think, I think Dogfish Head Ale did a pretty good job fighting that for a while. But even, I mean, they didn't, I didn't feel like they were like pushing the boundaries, like um, something local that you would like, who's who's constantly rotating through hops to, and making a new beer every month because they don't have, they can't get their hands on enough hops to do the same beer over and over again. So, I don't know. I don't begrudge them. I don't even think it's like the death march of them. I'll still continue buying their beer once every six months. And it's a, unfortunate to see it happen, but I kind of get it. And I think the real move is to just drink locally as much as possible and support your local breweries and make sure they continue feeling your love. Um, like this weekend, my buddy and I are going to visit a lowercase and hopefully either Machine House or Counterbalance. I don't know which one. But yeah, it's... The problem is, most of the time, I drink local. I mean, I had I went through a, a big beer FOMO phase, and I only wanted to try everything new from other places, but now I'm quite content grabbing mostly local stuff. And I know not everything I grabbed. Like, I had... Three weeks ago, I had a couple Evil Twin beers. Those aren't local by any means. But most of what I'm drinking is just at the breweries around here. I went to E9 the other night, and I... And I Actually, you can go eat on a Friday also. Ugh, I'm going to be drinking too much beer this weekend. But, I don't know. It's I just wanted to kind of go down memory lane about New Belgium. And, honestly, I hope, I hope the best for them. It sounds like one of the best key things that came out of this is everyone who was invested in the company is getting some good money out of this. And, like always, they're probably keeping the brewers and the... The people who work there for at least a little while until they move on and maybe this will be something that pushes one of those one of the many brewers at these places to start their own thing i mean who knows so i it's i don't want to consider this a funeral of fat tire of new belgium fat tire but it's hard not to see this and be like what a bummer it's never gonna be the same 
I mean, will we ever see another Lips of Faith? Will we ever see... I mean, even Voodoo Ranger. I mean, what's happening with Voodoo Ranger? I mean, I feel like they're a huge part of them, but maybe that's one of the first things that goes. And I think that's where they're putting out their most interesting IPAs right now. I imagine we'll see a lot more Fat Tire. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, as an ending to this, I want to kind of go through some of their... their uh, I don't know. I guess I don't want to run through anything else. Either way, I'm excited. Uh, I will probably do on Monday. I kind of want to focus on Ballard beer. Kind of. There was an announcement about Great Notion and Ballard. And I'm assuming we're talking like two to three years away. But I think it's probably worth at least talking about Ballard as a whole. The beer up there. And what it means to have great notion. I mean, for me personally, I don't know how I could not be, be how I could be unhappy about it. It's the best news ever for me. I absolutely love this, that this happened. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if there's not much else for me to say in this call that preview. I also want to talk about Instagram at some point in one of these and maybe just beer FOMO in general, because that's a danger as a beer nerd. Maybe that's one of the greatest dangers as a beer nerd. And that's how you end up spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars of beer on beer every month. But um, with that being said, check out Harold Burning Up on Screen Cap again, just for funsies. Check out uh, my Anchor or just download the podcast wherever. Uh, on Instagram, Aging Nerds, I will continue to post here. I can't say I'll do much more than like once a day, but it'll, and I'm, tr- I'm going to try to keep it. I don't know, like, I did Instagram posts on here, but it's, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to do that. And I don't, it's not, doesn't, you can't do tagging quite as well, it doesn't seem like. So, I don't know. I need to mess with it a little bit more. I need to learn how to do Instagram properly. Eventually, this webpage is going to be more, hopefully tomorrow, I can put a little more effort into this. And I can actually get, start getting this done. And then, but the biggest one is Instagram. Just go to my Instagram. Oh, my goodness. Um... You see all my stuff there. And I try to post about... On Instagram, it's two to three times a week, depending on how much beer I had that week. I have a YouTube channel also. But, I mean, I have no subscribers. But if you want to watch this video, that's where it's at. If you want to listen to the audio, just just listen to Anchor or any other podcast thing. All right. Um, thank you for listening. Hopefully it wasn't too boring. I Hopefully it didn't draw too long. And I will plan on releasing this this weekend. Not Probably not tomorrow, but this weekend. And I'm going to play around with IGTV and see how that works and just kind of get it all done. Thank you again, and have a great night.